0: Welcome to the True To You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative, small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to another episode of the True To You podcast. It's good to be here with you today and sharing another solo episode. I don't know if I've done two back-to-back solo episodes for a little while, so this is kind of fun because this month, as I mentioned with the solo episodes, we're going to be exploring some of this work around character off the back of last week's episode, I got some really great constructive feedback. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I asked her to do an episode on this. Thank you, my friend. Thank you for sharing that constructive feedback with me. Really helps, really helps as a podcaster to know what you want to hear more of, what episodes you like, what you want me to go deeper on, who you want to hear from on the show, If you wanna be a guest, reach out, send me an email, hello at rubymarsh.com, or you can catch me on the Instagram where I like to hang out (laughs) too much, too much of the day for my liking sometimes. No, in all seriousness, you can flick me a DM and say, hey, what would it look like to be a guest on the show? Okay, so this feedback from this particular person She was asking me to go deeper with the character work but talk to it from my own perspective of how I've been applying this to my life and in particular my business because your personal brand is designed to help your business grow. (laughs) As the main character is the person out in front representing your creative service you are very much the face of it. And so this character work definitely has been something that I have gone deeper with over the months, understanding, researching, and then thinking, okay, what would it look like if I applied this little bit to my own character? What would it look like if I tweaked this? Where do I need to be more consistent? What are some of the things that are going through my head regularly in order to shape and mold this character over time. Now I say over time because this is not a switch that a lot of us can flick on and off. We're not all trained actors and even the trained actors, it probably takes them a lot of work, pre-work before they get on uh, the set or get on the stage and actually fully embody that character and start filming or start performing. But once they are fully in that character, they can flick it on and off like a light switch. And so I say that this takes time because a lot of this work can be experimenting, can be about creating a consistent look and feel and emotion that you wanna evoke from your audience over time and that's takes our own confidence right our own confidence in ourselves and who we're showing up as exploring new ways and expanding our comfort zone and so what I would say with this is take little bits from what I'm sharing out of these episodes and practice for yourself explore your edges get out of your comfort zone a little bit what would it look like if I did this what sort of response do I get from the audience if I share more of this part of me what what do they how do they respond take it as an experiment have fun with us because entrepreneurship and business should be fun it's taking too much of our lives if you're in business you know that this is not just a nine to five job it consumes a lot of your time and you should be having fun with it you should be taking some of these ideas and thinking, wow, what if I showed up in this way? How could this actually change my business? How could this change how people feel about my work, what they know about me, how deeply they are connected to me? And that's all that's possible with this character work. We're never too serious about anything to have a little bit of fun. And when you're having fun, you'll be more magnetic. I've said this a couple of times recently and it's really resonated with people. So, you know, after a few years, life in general can be quite serious, right? So anyone that appears to be having fun is going to be a magnet, they're gonna be a lighthouse. All right, so I've got about five observations, learnings, things that I've been thinking about and applying ways that I've been approaching this. And this is not by any means a set formula for how you can look at this. This has been me taking bits and pieces from different people that I've been learning from and thinking about how I can start to apply it to my character and personal brand, if you will. So the first thing I think is really important to understand is that your character is a certain type of player. Now, entrepreneurship is really a game. It's a game. Life is a game. And you're going to be experiencing life and business as a certain type of player. You're going to like to play the game in a certain way. If you play any of these RPG games or tabletop games or if you have acted, there's probably certain roles that you are attracted to. There's probably certain characteristics that you love to try on when you play these games that start to shape your character. And we can divide these up into three key player types. So you've got and a social player or an action social player. So there's lots of energy. It's probably someone that loves having community. They like to go to events. They're maybe a little more extroverted, but not necessarily. Then you've got your mastery player. So that's someone that pursues excellence, is very goal orientated, is very much about attaining a certain type of success or at least maybe it's a rank, maybe it's hitting certain milestones in their business, but they very much are focused in that way. And then you've got a fantasy player. And this is something that probably a lot of people wouldn't necessarily connect with business. But if you're a fantasy player, you are creating a business that allows people to escape. and Escaping from reality is what a lot of people want to do because they want to immerse themselves in different worlds you know try different things experience things in a different way that's distinct from their everyday and so that could be certain types of magic that you bring in it could be the way that people experience your business as well and that you might have an air of fantasy about it. You're a fantasy player. You like that escape from reality type of idea. So first thing for me was realizing what type of player I was and what's that al- what that has allowed me to do as I build out my character is think of a couple of things. What type of player am I inside Creator Club, inside of my business and how does that change or influence how I show up. I would also say that I'm a little mix of two types of players. So for me, I have a slight mastery element. I'm actually quite competitive, even though that big bright smile might fool you. I, I, if you get me in a game of Trivial Pursuit or any any trivia or on a netball court or any sort of games, touch footy, I'm quite competitive. It comes out, my friends, it comes out. (laughs) And so there is part of me that loves that. And it's important that we incorporate things into create a club that represent that. John is very much a mastery player. He's probably more of that, like that would make up the majority of his player typology, whereas I'm a little mastery, but I'm probably more social. And what's really cool about that is because you've got two people that are leading the business, you don't have two two clones of each other. You've got two characters that are quite distinct from each other, and we can play off our different player types. It allows us to create certain things in our businesses that allow people to ascend and achieve milestones. They can collect the Creator Club, the Creator Medallions. I don't know if you've seen them, but we have these really cool medallions or coins that you can collect when you achieve certain monthly recurring revenue. And so that really speaks to the mastery players. But then the social side of it allows me to think about, okay, how do I show up on calls? What's my energy that I bring to teaching calls, to masterclasses? And then certainly events is something that I really love to do because it allows me to tap into that social player side of me. So I'm so pumped about our November event. We've got an event coming up in November and it's going to be a one day event but it's going to be very intense. We've got some guests coming along and there's, oh, there's 30 plus people coming from all around Australia. We have someone coming from Canada. So it's going to be a lot of fun. So I get really jazzed thinking about that because that allows me to indulge a bit of that social player type that, that I am. And so that's that's a really great place to start. Inside of your service that you provide, it's going to help you think about the energy that you bring, the way in which your clients move through your business, what's, what is important for you to include in your service. And then the types of people you're going to attract, you're probably going to attract people like you. So it's it really influences the delivery, it influences the type of people that you attract. It then influences what you do in your marketing, which is really cool. So for me, being a social player, speaking, podcasting, the natural inclination for me, I'm more inclined to want to market myself through those mediums because They're very much connected to my player type and how I like to show up. So that's one really simple place that I have started and it allows me to go, cool, I really need to lean into that and do more of that in my business versus resisting things because they don't feel like me because that's probably not my player type. Okay, so that's a really cool place to start and What that allows you to also do is think about how's it gonna feel for people when they come into my business world, when they interact with my service, what would they expect from me? Because when I project this character in my marketing, am I more of that lively, social, funny, chatty player, or am I a little more serious and am I concerned with, my goals and very structured and very disciplined and you'll see more of that come through in John because that is more of his character so when we think about our own individual personal brands it's very obvious what things we should amplify okay so the next thing is thinking not so much about specific elements that i bring out through my character, but how am I going to maintain consistency? Because I think this is probably the hardest thing for people to get their heads around with character design and therefore being a certain character, building out that character in your business world is, well, you know, like some days I just can't be bothered or some days, I don't feel well, or what if I've got to go from this to this? The thing with building your character is that if there is consistency, you're going to be able to be distinguishable from another business owner very easily. I talked about that when I gave you the example of Beyonce in the last episode. She is so distinguishable, we don't even need to see an image of her, we can explain her and we go, yeah, that is her, That I know exactly who you're talking about. It's almost like a game of Pictionary, right? So if you can play a game of Pictionary with your own character, then it's it's very easy for people to separate you from everyone else in your market because they know exactly the characteristics that represent you, how they're gonna feel, what you look like all of those things, but that's going to require consistently showing up in a certain way. So I like to think about this is when I'm going to work, I say this in inverted commas and I kind of laugh because going to work is literally me going from the bedroom to the kitchen to my desk (laughs) because I work from home. So going to work doesn't actually mean often leaving the house, but it means therefore that I have to be really conscious of how I'm showing up on a Zoom call with a coaching client, how I'm showing up to teaching a Friday masterclass to the Creator Club in a group environment. How I show up when I'm on a podcast, so maybe people can't see me, but they can hear me. And then when I speak at a conference So all of those different things, I'm carrying the character across all of those different things. That's what's gonna create that consistency and that continuity. So some things that have really helped me to be able to do that is to distinguish, number one, when I'm at work from when I'm at home, obviously. If you blur the lines too much, it can be harder to distinguish when you're in character and not in character. So for you, if that literally looks like having a separate wardrobe, that's your work wardrobe or your the, the character's wardrobe versus when you're at home or not online or not uh, in front of people, then that's one way you could start that's one way you could start is you can have almost like your bat suit. <laughs> you know, how Batman has his, his wardrobe or uh, James Bond has his collections of suits or whatever it is. Or another example that people often bring up is Al Woods from Clueless, uh, not from Clueless, from Legally Blonde gosh okay going back in time going back in time from Legally Blonde and her wardrobe is so consistent her character's so dialed in that movie so we know exactly who we are thinking about when someone describes Elle Woods and the look and the feel and how she makes you feel and all of that so having a separate work wardrobe to your home wardrobe, or when you're on in your business versus when you're off in your business and thinking about that, you know, how do I wanna show up? Because I think if we're delivering a lot of our work online, that line has become blurred in the last few years. People have relaxed a little and this has really made me think of the people that I admire, especially in the business and coaching space, they're consistent with their character and they always show up in a way that presents as someone that is serious about their work and that is here to deliver the the, the good word <laughs> um, and So they don't compromise on it. They're always making sure that they show up in that specific way. So you can create a few different things to inspire you as well. If you're quite a visual person, what I have found that's really helped me is creating mood boards. I know it's like throwing you back to to the days of being the architect or the designer or scrapbooking, vision boards, anything where you can create a collection of images that represents your characters. Attributes, now this may be physical things, it may be colors, it might be a combination of words, but I'm such a visual person that if I have a visual reference, it's really easy for me to get it. I think that's why I spend so much time scrolling the same <laughs> blogs, Pinterest, the online shopping that my husband always teases me about. Are you looking at that still? It's because I'm trying to understand all the the little details and all of those really important things that are, are really important to bring into your character. So create a reference for yourself. And that way, when you go to go shopping, when you go to update your wardrobe for the season, you're like, okay, I know what this should look like. I know what I need and the core things that I need to represent myself as the character. And I guess what that then creates for you is a visual filter. So some certain things that you'll always have. So for example, now something that I've been experimenting with is I'll always have some gold jewelry on, or I'll always have. Typically, not a hundred percent of the time, but a lot of the time, because I'm not I'm not perfect at this yet as well. So this is why I wanted to do part one because I wanted to share where I'm at right now with this. A bold lip, a bold red lip. So. My outfit might be quite simple, but you lift it with some pot color, with some jewelry, and you're fairly consistent with that wherever you show up. But those little things people will notice and they'll pick up on. It's those little things that become subconscious for people. Might be certain styles of rings that you wear, big glasses. My yoga teacher, Guru Jagat, she always wore a different pair of glasses every class. She had these massive earrings and it was like, there she is. Every time we knew that that was her on stage because there was some very distinguishable things about her wardrobe. So that's that one. The next one is reading and learning outside of the business world, outside of the branding world. This is where the whole concept for us for world building came from because we started to hear about it through a marketer, but then we went to the sources that he was learning from and then that leads you to other sources. And if you're someone that likes research and likes to learn, you go down a rabbit hole. But what you find is that you are moving away from your industry or from the typical marketing, branding, business books, which I have found has actually been really important. So that might even lead you into costume design or into understanding characters and role-playing and masks and acting, all of these elements, that you actually need to build up your character. So a couple of books that I've loved recently that have been quite interesting, fairly fairly intense books, but really good. (laughs) Uh, The first one is Seduction by Robert Greene. And what I've come to realize is that really good marketing is actually a type of seduction. A lot of people get turned off by this sort of concept of power of seduction and manipulation, all of these often psychological terms because it can sound inhumane, it can make you think of like sleazy, dirty sales techniques. But the reality is, is that if you look at a lot of the psychology of sales and marketing, it can, overlap with some of these things so that's why I think it's really important to start to look outside of a lot of these traditional books because you'll get a totally different perspective on it in seduction he goes through the different types of seducers and that's a certain type of player as well a seducer and a certain type of character But I just found it really fascinating. There's little threads that you can pull on from books like that and go, huh, I wonder if I brought that into my character. What would it look like in my marketing? What would it look like in my imagery? How would I show versus tell? How would I use little things to create mystery, to intrigue my audience, right? So we can kind of give them a little taste and we can give them another little taste and then they go, I like this, I like this, I like this and they want more and they want more and they want more. It doesn't mean that you reveal the whole enchilada. (laughs) I love that phrase by the way. It doesn't mean that you reveal the whole enchilada from day one, like think about an offer and think about a launch process You don't necessarily on day one go, here's my service, here's all of the things you need to know, here's what, you don't share everything on day one, it's a build up. There's a climax to launching something or to sharing a new product or a new service that you have. So this is where books like Seduction are really fun to read because they allow you to explore different edges in terms of your character the other one is called goddesses and every woman and that's been quite interesting for me on a personal side because i've been able to think oh hang on like what kind of goddess am i right now and she uses the greek goddesses and um and takes you through each of the goddesses and and there's also a gods in every man version as well for the guys so if you are listening to this you can you go and have a look at that book very old books 20 odd years old and I didn't agree with everything in in the books I found that this particular person took a certain slant on some of the stuff that she was sharing that wasn't fully aligned with me and my beliefs but I'm open-minded and I read it and it was actually really helpful because I think when you're starting to think about character, one thing that I'll share in a second that's very important is to have sources of inspiration. And so the goddesses are a really key way for you to understand what sort of emotion you bring, what sort of feeling you evoke for your customers for your clients for your audience and what sort of role do you play are you more of the mothery archetype or are the or are you more of this fun loving are you more mysterious are you the bold independent woman and that can be aligned with each of these goddesses so it was kind of fun to read that and see those parallels in my own life because you'll find also as you move through life, you will change the goddess that you're embodying as well. So this is where it was personally interesting for me. And then how I thought about, oh, what if I wanted to to try on a little bit of Persephone in my character or a little bit of Aphrodite in my character, what would that look like? So very, very interesting. And another thing, i'll add is more in your like styling realm but i've been thinking a lot about color because there's an element of color in my character she loves touches of boldness i talked about the the lip color or she loves occasionally to wear a bold colored bottom, you know, trouser or skirt or something like that. And so I actually started to think more consciously about what these different colors that I'm attracted to actually mean. And therefore what kind of feeling does that create in me and for other people as well. So I think that's really cool to dive into as well. And so one thing that I said that was connected to this idea of the goddesses or having some form of inspiration or an archetype that you can align yourself with, I think that that's been really good to understand because it allows me to then anchor into something and gives me like a profile so that I can say, okay, if I want to, I'll add this element to my character, if I want to be a character that's more like Aphrodite, then what are things that are typical of Aphrodite? And it gives me a framework. I think a lot of people, this could be quite theoretical and very hard to apply to their own life if they don't have some sort of framework or inspiration. So that's where your mood board might have certain people that you love and they might be from a certain period in time they might be other characters that you love from movies or from books and things like that. And so you have those there as a source of inspiration and to give you a, a light framework. It doesn't mean that you become that person, but you go, okay, so she has this element to her physically, this is how she makes people feel. And it just gives something for you to anchor into, like I say, and that can be really helpful. What I would say though is don't get too stuck on emulating that person. Have them there is something for you to be inspired by and to pull on different elements, but make sure you're bringing in your natural personality as well. Things that make you, you, because if you're, you're, otherwise you're gonna become more of an actor, you're acting out a role versus stepping into a character. I think there's a slight distinction that we need to make there, that this is not about acting per se, but it's about creating yourself in a way that you move through the world, that you have a certain appearance, a certain look, a certain feel, you create a certain emotion for people and that, that should come fairly naturally. A lot of these things that I've talked to you about are very natural to me. And it means that I'm just taking things that I already love and amplifying them. Whether they be physical characteristics, whether they be to do with my clothing, whether they be to do with the type of player I am. That type of player is someone who I am more natural at Being at my core, right? So that's going to make all of this so much easier if you can think about that, if you can take your inspiration, but then overlay it with your own natural personality, your own natural characteristics. And then finally, I wanted to add this in here because I think one way that is very fun for us to bring out our character is when we go and get a personal brand photo shoot done for our business, or we get a photo shoot done for our business, but hopefully you feature in the photos. If you are the service provider, then you definitely will be, or if you're with your team. But photo shoots are really fun because we can prepare for them. We can think a lot about our makeup. We can think about our clothing there's something that we can then insert into our marketing. That means that we already have a number of images that represent our character that we can filter through our Instagram feed or that we can filter into our website or other aspects where we show up. And it doesn't mean you have to continually create that every single time. Obviously you wanna bring in in more consistent everyday shots as well, but this one curated photo shoot can be really important. So I've been thinking about getting another photo shoot done because it's been a really long time, it's well overdue. And what I've been thinking about is, okay, how is my character going to show up at this photo shoot? What's really important for me to emphasize, where could I actually push the boundaries a little bit? That might be who I show up as, how I do my makeup, my hair, what I'm wearing, but then also where the photo shoot takes place. And so I've been starting to pull together different images from Pinterest, other people that I love and thinking really carefully about the type of photographer that I pick, where I get the photos taken, the time of day, all of that, what what that's going to create for the final product. And one thing that's really cool about photo shoots is that if you're very invested in your character, you can almost throw away what everyone else is doing and really create your own experience and design it yourself. Because a lot of what people do is they aren't intentional about their character design. And therefore their character is constantly fluctuating depending on what's in fashion, depending on what's trending, what's important, what's the hot topic of the moment is. And so their mood, the feeling, the clothing, the, the way they present themselves, Changes, and of course, that's going to change over time as you grow as a person, as you age and all of those things, but I think if we're too caught up by the trends, it's very easy for us to just react to those versus really curating and creating what we want, how we want to be shown up and show up and be really intentional about that. So that's what's cool about a photo shoot is that you can separate yourself from the trends that are going on and be really intentional if you're you're organized about it. And finally, think about all the small details. I'm thinking a lot about jewelry, about my nails, about the color lipstick, about how my makeup's done. Maybe I'll go and get my makeup done for the day. And I'll actually say, hey, I want my makeup done more like Audrey Hepburn, for example, (laughs) my hair and makeup, if that was who one of my, my muses or my inspiration was. And so I would be really intentional about how I went into the experience of the day in order for you to step into the character. It comes down to every single little detail. And like I said, those are all the things that people notice, they'll pick up on those things. And you can command what it is that you want them to notice about you. Whereas if you don't think about all of those details, the characters can be quite flat and three dimensional. So we want to bring you to life and That doesn't mean that everything has to be bright colors and bold. It can be quite pared back, but maybe you have that bright lip or maybe there's something about your eyes or maybe it's something about the accessories that you have where your photographs are taken. So photo shoots are one really fun way for you to get into this character and play around and have fun with it as I said at the beginning, all of this is about having fun in your business. But the more you get into this, the more you're addicted you'll become, promise me, you will become really addicted to learning about this stuff. And you'll want to try different things. And it actually helps you release a lot of, if you see about, about, you um, you know, how you think you should show up in your your work, right? I, I, I love that phrase that people say, I give zero F U C K S and yeah really, this is what that's about. So that's that's my goal in sharing all of this is that you you really want to have fun. Don't don't get so absorbed in it that you forget all about your clients and you forget about growing your business. That would be a real bummer because what we want this to do is to add a layer to your business, add some depth. A, a, a character that has depth is going to be more interesting and more intriguing, we're gonna to want to explore it and and learn more about this person. And maybe that doesn't mean that you divulge all the details but you have that that very seductive approach where you give them a little bit, you don't reveal this. I could go on for, forever, as you can tell, I love this. so. I hope that that answers your question. If you've been wondering, how have I been applying this to my life and to my character in the world of coaching, in the world of Creator Club? That's exactly how I've been doing it. So that's part one. Part two, as I said, I'm going to bring to you December, January, thereabouts and share with you some updates on some of these things that I've talked about today, how I've been going deeper. I'll give you a little update on how the photo shoot went, what I learned from that. I think these things are all things that a lot of people don't think about until the day of, <laughs> and, and then and then they go, oh, hang on, I, I really should have thought of, about all of this stuff. So just let it simmer in the back of your mind, Feel free to drop me any questions. If you love this episode, send me a DM or send me an email. Share the episode. The more that you share the love around this work, the more that we can help people to show up more powerfully in their businesses. This is why I'm giving you all of this information because it's unlocked a lot of possibility for us and for the businesses that we work with. And I really want the same for you. I really wanna see you thriving and having a lot of fun in your work. Okay, there you have it. Have an amazing week, my friend. Bye for now.